This episode of One for Paul was brought to you by our patrons. If you'd like to support the show, then go to patreon.com slash oneforpaul. Hello and welcome back to One for Paul, the show where I, a non-pop culturist, get inducted into the world of pop culture by my friends, co-humans, and nemeses. Joining me today was my co-human, but she was she felt so strongly that she wanted to be my nemesis that she came back and forced me to watch another thing. Eleanor, welcome back to the show. Yeah, fuck you, Paul. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching Hold today? On. We are watching uh, season four, episode one of the IT Crowd, one of my absolute favorite shows in the world. That's right. Welcome to the HR Crowd, the show about a misunderstood human oh, resources manager no. dealing with far too much oh. of everyone else's stuff. Paul, y- y- listen, I-, I think we both know that's not right. I- I'd watch it. I mean, grow up, Paul. I mean, I'd watch it. I don't know about. I prefer HR this. makes me depressed. It does. I feel like it wouldn't. It would be a very different show to what yeah. we've actually watched. So you were you and a lot of other people are surprised I haven't watched a lot of the IT crowd. I've watched the first three episodes of season one uh, in a couple of podcasts ago, and I did like it. And I, I guess I just haven't watched any more since because I've had stuff to do. <laughs> I'm so busy. I can't have fun. Um, yeah, I absolutely love the IT crowd it's sort of I grew up watching it and it's sort of been very formative to me as an actor and also as a comedian and a Mm. lover of comedy um so yeah thanks IT crowd yeah for real so this is this episode is called Jen the Freddo yeah uh, which is a brand of chocolate frog candy here in the UK yeah and it used to be 10p and now it's like 50 pounds or something. I don't know. People like to really rag on that, but... uh, The rate of Freddo inflation is seriously out of hand. The Bank of England should look into it. Have you had one? I have had one, yeah. They're good, right? Especially the caramel ones. They're very good. I mean, especially when, like, you're uh, sort of a young teen who's, like, first time on the bus coming home and you're like, you know what I could do on the way home? So I could just buy chocolate. Yeah. You ever just buy chocolate? Shit, I can do that. I'm a grown-up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm 12. I still feel bad about it. I, as a as a 24 year old woman, I'm still like, oh god, I'm just buying chocolate. It feels like a, I don't know. It feels like a treat. It feels really naughty. I'm like, don't tell mom. Oh no. <laughs> I look. Even in my 30s, I'm still like. I'll buy a chocolate and go like, oh, man, my dad's going to yell at me. Yeah, exactly. I pay tax. Why am I fucking afraid I'm buying a tiny chocolate frog? I earned Jesus. this chocolate frog. Damn it. God damn it. Fuck. Okay. So fade in to Moss and Jen in the IT department. Uh, Moss is going to be hosting an RPG evening and wants to know whether his choice of music is mysterious enough. <laughs> Does this sound mysterious? That's yeah, pretty mysterious. Very good. Well, I was hoping for ruddy mysterious. Oh, it's fairly it's mysterious. So, so fucking wonderful about the word ruddy. It that is. He just it, he doesn't really swear that much, and ruddy is sort of a bit of a spicy word for him. <laughs> it is a little <laughs> bit, eh? Yeah. Uh, I find that it also is a word that cannot be properly pronounced in anything other than some British accent. Yeah, I guess Irish accent would work too. Fine, but like a Canadian accent, he was hoping for a ruddy good time. (laughs) I think it. I mean, 
uh, even if you hadn't seen season one, season two, season three, that interaction there just sets up beautifully their characters and their sort of dynamic. Oh, I'm yeah. so fond of, of uh, Moss. He's very good. He's very mm. good. Uh, Jen doesn't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, but reckons it's probably a sex thing. Yeah, sounds like it, huh? Well, I mean, look, uh, I'm not sure which came first, but there's a there's a game. The dungeon role. or the dragon? Uh, well, I mean, you'd hope that both would take care of each other, because like they're both, yeah. you know, you got to be considerate in these things. Absolutely. But <laughs> I didn't even mean to go there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how proud of yourself. It's disgraceful. I can always count on you for the filth. <laughs> I am telling your mother, behave yourself. Get your mind out of the gutter. But it's uh, it's this lovely line, oh no, it's not a sex thing. Far from it, Jen. <laughs> Far from it, Jen. Um, now, Paul, have you ever played Dungeons & Dragons? Oh yeah, frequently. Yeah, yeah. Started playing uh, ah. in 3.5 and I'm actually now working on a campaign uh, that, I want, that I want to DM at some point. So I'm going to be the dungeon master, which definitely sounds like sounds like a sex thing, but it's not. It's very far it's from so a sex thing. It's so far from it, bloody hell! Yeah, I had a, I had an ex boyfriend who was a um, a big D and D player. Oh yeah, and he he tried really really hard to try and get me round to it, but I see I have just the concentration of a, a three year old who's had too much lemonade, so I really can't concentrate, and also. I, m- my mind just wants to go to funny places all the time. I, I want to be stupid and silly, and uh, it's not it's not the best when you're playing with people who really, really want to take it seriously. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Dungeons & Dragons is, uh, it's not one thing. The way I've played it is always more like an acting game, right? Which, yeah, Which is yeah. why I'm surprised that you never got into it, right? But I run things where I like a silly table, and partly I rely on the players to sort of do that for them. Like, if I'm DMing, I'll be like semi-serious straight men as, as these things go. And then I let the players do whatever kind of crazy bullshit they want. Nice. So, you know, the gnome will come what? out and be like, I light the tavern on fire. And I'm like, you want to what now? <laughs> yeah, I have this fire spell and like, it's not going to set itself on fire. I, I feel very seen. Right? I feel like... He was, I remember actually having a conversation with him, bless him, where I was just like, we tried a couple of different things and then we were playing in a group setting and he was like, have you done all your character sheets? And I was like, yes, chaotic evil. And he's like, that's why, why do you have to be chaotic all the time? I'm like, because, like, when else am I allowed to do this? Well, that's a little bit about what D&D is about. It's about playing a role. It's about acting. It's about, so yes. I mean, the, the only thing that like all of the numbers and stats are there to do is to prevent it degenerating into that thing we all did as kids where we played pretend together and we'd be like nah yeah. but I've got laser eyes nah but I've got <laughs> I've got uh, uh, sunglasses so your laser eyes don't go through that yeah but I've got super str- like it's that right that's what we're doing we're playing pretend yeah, absolutely. but we have a number system and a dice roll system to add some randomness to it where even your big strong barbarian can be like I go and attack him. Well, you also rolled a one, so you've now tripped <laughs> over your own shoelaces and landed face first in a pie. We didn't even know there was a pie there, but evidently but someone left is. a pie right there on the dungeon floor. Oops. Yeah, no, it's, it's very fun. It's, it's very fun. It's a very adaptable game. So, like, I yeah. would encourage you, like, uh, when I get the game going, I'll invite you to the table. It'll be good fun. 
Well, thank you so much. Wonderful. Again, chaotic evil. Uh, yeah, I could do that. I could roll with that. <laughs> so uh, Moss's relentless enthusiasm fails to convince Jen to keep listening to him. No, she's she's the perfect sort of like dry antidote to his his just like childlike enthusiasm. Which is weird because he's also very dry. Yeah, he's yeah, very dry, think... but also very earnest. Like he really just likes this and wants people to enjoy the things that he likes too. Very sincere. Sincere is a much better word than earnest. I agree with you. So he continues to be my favorite man. Indeed, just always in life and everywhere. I saw him once on the street and I was very taken aback. Um, he's got a wonderful book out and it's the only book I've ever read where I was like crying, laughing on the train and I had to stop uh, reading. This, uh, this is actor Richard Ayoade, whose name I think yes, I'm pronouncing yeah. right. Yeah, that's correct, I, b I believe. Um, he has a book called Ayoade on Ayoade, uh, a cinematic odyssey, and it's basically him interviewing himself. Oh God, I love it. In the weirdest... Oh, Paul, it's right up your alley. It's oh my God. really wonderful. So would recommend to anybody who fancies having a good, funny read. Popular online bookstore. I'll search it later. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, Jen wants to apply for a position as the, the entertainments manager for the company in which she works. You know, organizing it's, it's, cultural events for visiting partners. It's not for you, Jen. You know cultural events i'm uh, i'm doing air quotes on a on an audio podcast <laughs> everyone can see don't worry yeah okay um i feel seen it's okay yeah um yeah it's sort of i met met by uh met with a little bit of uh what's the word i'm looking for i think is in fact the word you're looking yeah! for so roy isn't in yet because he's still moping over a recent breakup and uh, he's gone so far as to not only Photoshop uh, her out of all of the recent photos they had together, but also print them out. <laughs> uh, we have a wonderful line from Moss as well, where he says it's like breaking up with Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had noted that so, as well. So fucking good. But it's like they're all couple photos, like on a tandem bicycle, and he's on the back. <laughs> All and all I can think so is that production team that went out with the stills camera had far too much fun that day. <laughs> Very good. So they're in, uh, so speak of the devil, here's Roy, who's definitely completely over his recent breakup and has no emotional difficulties whatsoever. No, no, he's doing fine. No, just he's fine. crying a lot. He's fine. He's fine. He's just gonna. He's just gonna cry into this uh, this plastic cup of white wine for a while. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's okay. just a Tuesday night for me. That's that's Tuesday morning for him. So, oh, well then, all right. Well, not me on that one. I um, mean, he's he's really you know Tuesday night. Really I bummed, mean, man. you can have wine on a Tuesday. What's wrong with having wine on a Tuesday night? That's like a know. normal time to have wine. I don't even have to be sad to be crying into my plastic cup of white wine. Yeah, as as it's noted before, you could be reading that book by Richard Iowade. Yeah, that's true. Crying, crying laughing off. into your glass of wine. Distressed. Mm. As Jen consoles him, Moss also tries to console him. And, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I guess they doubt... When Moss says, like, yeah, I know what you mean. How, how do you know what we mean, Moss? I, I do all right. 
I I love whenever Moss has like a slight departure from his his nerdiness. Whenever he has a bit of success with women, or whenever he's like a little bit threatening or something, <laughs> it really tickles me. It's also like he's, all right. he's a three he's a three dimensional character, right? Because even in the season, yeah. the first episode, I think, where they're like uh, they had the dating thing, and he's like. Wait, you do the online dating thing? He goes, I'm a, I'm a mid-30s man who works in an IT department in the basement. Yes, I do the Lonely Hearts internet thing. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. But then we find out because he goes, oh, I'll do you. And he goes, yeah, I've met a girl on holiday. And Billy uh, goes, they're always on holiday. And he goes, oh, bugger well, off. Is this, uh, is this your Canadian girlfriend? Is that what it is? <laughs> She's li- okay. My girlfriend who lives in Canada. Yep. Unlike uh, unlike Dumpo here, the elephant who got dumped. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid and childish. <laughs> I I think that the, this kind of childish uh, phrasings it it's way more cutting than any of the sort of supposed grown up words you could be using. God, it really is. I have I have a wonderful friend. Um, I'm sort of always in awe of her. I think she might be the funniest person I know. Um, and she definitely knows that as well. She's she's a, a kind of a comic uh, tour de force. Um, but she she is absolutely extraordinary at insulting people, and the mm. way that she does it is by uh, is talking to them like children. Oh, that's good. So instead of going, "Oh, you fucking idiot," she'll go, "Oh, what are you doing, you lemon? Oh, <laughs> what are you doing?" And it's just so funny. Just see people being like, "What? You can't call me a lemon." stop it it's like you can't be angry at it it's like being angry at your old auntie it's like you can't you can't fight your auntie yeah i have i've fought your auntie oh i have i met she was saying something very upsetting like calling you some kind of a fruit yeah and not even a sweet fruit no sour bitter so Roy is particularly hurt because uh, his ex didn't even say goodbye to him. So his plan, no. and I think it's a good one, hear me out here, mm-hmm. is uh, never ever think of her again. Yeah, standard. Yep. I mean, that's, yep. yeah, cut to Jen and the boss of the company laughing together in his office. <laughs> Hard cut to just, I could listen to Matt Berry laugh all day. This is my um, first intro to Matt Berry in this show, by the way, because the first three episodes had a different guy. They did. Oh, so Matt Berry is everything. His entrance into the show is is a sight to behold. I I implore you to go back and and watch the episode mm. where he first makes his entrance. It's oh, for real. Probably I'm, uh, the best character entrance. The best character entrance. That's a claim from somebody who do, who knows the hell out of Shakespeare like you do. That's a claim. I mean. People listen. come in and, like, sweep their capes about in Shakespeare and shit. Yeah, like, Hamlet's fine, but listen, have you ever, have you Matt ever Berry, seen though. Matt Berry kick down the door of a church at his own father's funeral and scream, Father! Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, but I want, I, okay, I agree. I haven't even seen it and I agree. That's... <laughs> He's got glasses on as well. He, he whips them off. He takes a small pause. And then screams it to the air. I think so. I'm I'm currently living at home, and I've just heard my dad scream back, "Daughter!" Chanting, <laughs> 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 "Oh dear!" <laughs> oh, Sorry, my. Dad. oh my! Oh my! Uh, so they're having a little meeting, and I immediately yes, my note on Matt Berry here is uh, it's first time seeing him in the show, and I immediately love him. 
Yeah, oh my God, it, uh, it's it's everything. And he, out of this raucous laughter, uh, comes, yeah, it's not for you, Jen. <laughs> Very good. See, the role of entertainment's manager is traditionally being held by uh, by a man. So, God, uh, we have, again, one of the absolute best lines. I mean, every fucking line is a corker in this. But it's Jen going, I love culture. I've seen We Will Rock You four times. That is an impressive cultural portfolio, I think you'll agree. <laughs> she's, she's so beige. It kills me. Oh, my. It's, it's Beige is an excellent description of her. She is. And is Catherine Parkinson just plays her so well. But, like, beige who believes that she's bright red. Yes, yeah. Uh, now, she pops on a red lip, and it's when when accused of uh, when accused of misogyny. Uh, the the character's name is Douglas, isn't it? Yeah, Doug Douglas Runham. Yeah, so Doug here uh, says, "Now hold on, there, sugar tits." Now, now hold on a minute, sugar tits. Uh, so if, good. if Renham Industries is so institutionally sexist, then why was I awarded this lovely trophy of a man with an ice cream for a head? Uh, it was awarded to him by uh, a feminist group, and the award was Shithead of the Year Award. That is, uh, it says it right on the plaque right there. <laughs> I just love the idea. He's such a vacuous cunt. Like, he just gets all these off. Oh, fantastic. Great. Gang on the show. He shelf. is not a details man. No, no, not at all. Uh, cut to Roy looking at his recently photoshopped photos of him just as Moss tries to console him. Very, very good. And again, I mean, I this is a oh. real departure from Moss's character that I really enjoy. I'm going, oh. ugh. Women, eh? Women, eh? Can't live with them, can't find them sometimes. Eleanor, what are women? Do you know what women are? Oh, no, two complex creatures. Two complex. I'm reliably informed that I can't live with them by moss, and also that sometimes I can't find them. Yeah. What are they? Who knows? Oh, God. Complex. Complex humans. I guess. Um, Let's see. I really, uh, I just... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go now you go okay okay i'll go i'll go first so see uh, moss isn't what you'd call a woman psychologist but he has learned a few <laughs> things through conversations with his mother <laughs> i'm not a flipping woman psychiatrist oh goodness i, I just love him i get the feeling that he's like well I, sh- I need to say something and i think i saw something like this on that show i watch yeah, he just gets all of his his stuff from like pop culture, doesn't he? And like movies or video games and stuff. Well, I guess in a way that's sort of what we all do, except we also get it from other people who also got it from each other, from similar places. Yeah. I just I lo- I love that he just wants to help, and it's just it's he's just no good at it, apparently, according mm. to Roy. Um. Well, he wants to help, and he's willing to give it a go, even if he's not sure it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Which is endearing, I think. It's very like, sweet. He my... just wants his friend to be happy again. Exactly, yeah. And that's what he says, even. He's like, yeah, I know I'm not good at this. I'm sorry, Roy. I'll, I guess I'll try something different. So, yeah. Uh, Roy appreciates the effort, but Moss really, yeah, he's not good at this. So Jen informs yeah. Roy and Moss that she got the job as entertainment's manager. And then we have our third and final, it's not for you, Jen, paying off a rule of three. Very satisfying. Yep. 
Rule of threes. Yeah. That's the way to do it. These writers really, they pay attention. Because, like, the rule of threes is a real thing. And I don't know why it works, but it works. It does. Three is a funny number. Um, rule of threes, hard consonants. And after that, you pretty much say whatever you want and it'll be funny. Yeah, right. Or just have a voice like Matt Berry. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, have not... him read the phone book for a while. I'm pretty sure he did do that on the internet at one point, because someone said I could listen to him read the phone book. So he went to a stand-up club and literally read the phone book. <laughs> like, amazing. Very good. He also has another... I If you haven't seen it, he has another um, uh, little comedy series called The Toast of London, where he plays a voice now. actor. Oh, God, okay. So next pod, we'll watch uh, The Toast of London. Perfect. Um, it's fantastic. And he has to do these big uh, sort of announcements for um, for things. And he's reading out, like, for a concert or something. He goes, starring Bon Jovi, <laughs> Lady Gaga. It's so good. The oh voice my God. of the ages. The one thing I know him from, I saw a thing on the internet, I think, where he talked about UK rowing. <laughs> right, I've not seen it. UK rowing was invented in Cambridge <laughs> by an Oxford <laughs> guy. It's like just him. Yeah. Com- I think they just got him drunk and asked him to talk about rowing. It was <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, it does just sound like the most fun. It's does that not sound like the funnest man in the world to be in a recording studio with? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like present company accepted naturally. So. Uh, oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. So, uh, R- Roy is also, yeah, Roy says it's not for you. Uh, turns out the former guy who's doing it had a heart attack. Jerry, yeah, his heart exploded, apparently. Yep. So, uh, she's the new Freddo, which is not, as I had assumed, a tiny chocolate frog, but no. a reference to a film I haven't seen. The Godfather. Yep. Yeah. It's on the list. It's on the list. Hey. So uh, I, movie. I know I ought to see it. Everyone keeps talking mm. about it. There's a, there's references to it everywhere, apparently, <laughs> that I'm not seeing. I'm glad they told not me sorry. about this one. So uh, fortunately, Roy finally spells out to Jen that her job is essentially to be a pimp. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, um, there's a sort of a wonderful setup there where, where Roy goes, you know, uh, he was essentially Fredo from the, from the Godfather. He's he's a pimp, right? Moss, isn't that right? And Moss goes, no, he took the ring to Mordor. <laughs> so so I have a theory about Again. this. The idea that Moss doesn't know that it's not pronounced Frodo, and the idea that he doesn't <laughs> know that Roy has also read it and also knows this is bizarre, yeah. right? I think he's trying to make a joke, but he's just the most deadpan man in the world. <laughs> we do love we do love moss yeah it's sort of it's a wonderful joke i think it's worth it oh, even yes. if it doesn't quite make sense for the uh for the characters oh it's, it's one makes... of these ones where it's like Sorry, go ahead. the writers just went we no, we're keeping it in right. <laughs> we're keeping we're keeping it in i don't care mm, do you, if there is there a bunch of improv that happens in this show or is it really all tight script um i'm not sure how much improv there goes in i feel like there's lines here and there but it's pretty much just written and performed as is 
So I feel like if you're not letting a guy like Ayoade just go loose for a while, then it's like mm. having Robin Williams on there and going like, no, Mr. Williams, stop reading off script. <laughs> like, no, why did you invite this Mr. man? Mr. Williams, please stop doing your impressions. You're giving the audience whiplash, Mr. Mr. Williams. Stop it. That is the best kind of whiplash, though. I miss Robin. Exactly. Oh, Robin. So. We love you. Uh, but you know what? Jen Fre- Jen is not going to be a pimp. That's ridiculous anyway. That was the 70s. Yeah. It was ancient history. Things are different now. Exactly. Businessmen are different. Cut to businessmen being very much not different. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough about our balls, which is, again... <laughs> I, for, for reference, so... I don't think I've ever had a conversation where uh, me and three other men have laughed about our balls. I don't think that's a real <laughs> thing. <laughs> I mean, you're not a businessman, so who knows? They might be out there laughing about balls. So, uh, cut to businessmen doing thing. There's uh, We meet Doug's friend Phil and two men named John. <laughs> I didn't see the puns coming. They'd already introduced the idea of the pimp, and I didn't see the idea of John's coming. And it was no. I'm upset with myself for not seeing it, but also <laughs> pleased because I got to laugh later. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes your brain just lets you enjoy things and that it's is wonderful. Okay. I like it I like it when my brain plays nice. I I mean my my favorite thing is uh the when Douglas introduces uh Phil and the Johns to uh to Jen, they just assume that she's uh, a stripper or some sort of sex worker, and they sit down. They're like, "Oh yeah, go on." Yeah. Side, sort of side note: horrid. How much fun are these ha- actors having right now? God, just being absolute cunts. <laughs> I have the feeling their only screen direction was, "Okay, you're entitled Etonian skis men." Hey, just be the worst. Just, just if you could put on the, the ugliest face you can make, that'd be great. And keep it. For the entire time. Yeah, just a real shit-eating grin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Jen says she's uh, she's got something special in mind. She's going to take them to the show. And uh, Phil says, will there be subtitles? No, there, um, there, won't, there won't be subtitles. Eleanor, there won't be There's going to be subtitles? No, there's no, Where are there going to be subtitles? There's no subtitles in this. It's fine. It's a, it's a play. There's no subtitles. I can't read while I'm also trying to see things. <laughs> No, there's Which also very relatable content <laughs> as a uh, dyslexic woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. Goodness. Oh, I had a note where like I hadn't thought of the dyslexia angle and now I feel weird about my joke about being like, oh no, when I tell people to watch anime and everybody complains about reading, I'm like, have you? Oh no, I feel bad. Now. <laughs> no, you can still make that joke. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. Precisely it's, why it's I fine. don't watch anime um, because I can't read. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Not while you're watching things, no. That's, no, that's far no. too much work. Though I will say, uh, in the last ten or twenty years, the the dubbing has got way the fuck better. So, like, oh, you can man. reasonably watch anime and watch the dub, and it's really good. Because what happens before was like some cartoon company would import the show, and they'd be like, "All right, what's the cheapest way to dub this over? Can we can we hire three friends for the afternoon and just go through twelve oh, episodes? God. Here, read this script." <laughs> Do you speak Japanese? Kinda. All right. Yeah, you can translate it. <laughs> oh my god. That's the way it used to work. Now you actually have like the West is a big market for these uh, for anime and for Japanese oh, stuff anyway. Yeah. So they actually sink some money into it to make it high quality. So as a result, 
like the the dialogue is really really good and it's well translated and it reads really well and it's dramatic so you're not missing anything if you uh you get a slightly different thing because languages are different but yeah if you're reluctant to get into it because of subtitles you don't it's good now so don't stay away it's good now. <laughs> thank you and you've heard it here first folks anime is good now yeah it used to be terrible and now it's good oh dear so uh jen may look like an old maid holding pennies in her ass but she knows <laughs> the sleaziest roots around this town that matt likes to call londinius <laughs> this is so stupid um I love yeah him she's so much I love oh god so he's much. just wonderful <laughs> just let him run loose there's no irony in um, him at all no it's sort of he's not joking at all it's just he believes his own bullshit so hard um but yeah so the, so jen says don't sweat it uh the show i've got is, is very raunchy oh yeah very it's, rude it's a, it's a rude uh, show is it are there women in it yeah all women all, all women, women cast. don't uh, worry about it yeah uh, Ooh. Uh, um oh um that sounds then we, uh, exactly we like what i expect <laughs> and we get a hard cut to uh jen and uh the Johns and Phil getting thrown out of a theatre uh, where they've just been watching the vagina monologues. Which I haven't seen, but I'm told it involves vaginas and women talking. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a series of monologues about a sort of a woman's experience being a woman. Oh, uh, neat. And it's a, a very, very famous, very... Uh, I know, uh, I know of it. Influential piece of theatre. I know of it. I just, uh, I don't think I was the demographic in its original run. Not, perhaps not in its original run. Sorry? Uh, perhaps not in its original run. Yeah, I, I guess I ought to watch it now. It seems to have sort of grown into this proper, like, pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, give it a go, dude. Yeah, might just. Feminism. Um, so, Eleanor, Jen! I'm sure that you can relate. If you, if you ever go to a show with vagina in the title and you get there, and it's just, it's, there's not even a single vagina. Um, livid, absolutely livid. Uh, they lied I'll, to me. I'll Jen. be very disappointed. Oh my goodness! It's sort of the line where she comes out she's so embarrassed. And she goes, "That woman was in EastEnders. How dare you embarrass her? <laughs> <laughs> that poor woman from EastEnders for writing to her agent, being like, I just want to do a play.'" <laughs> I just want to do a serious play where I'm taken seriously as an actor. <laughs> you get some cunt in the order it's being like, take it up off. Yeah, they don't even show you what these assholes said, but you can imagine the kind you of shit imagine. they said. Yeah. Oh, Goodness. No. Um, but anyway, they, so, they, so they tell her, you know, we've got a, oh, we've got a couple of more days left in town. You've got to, uh, you've got to really impress us. Yeah. So cut Next. cut to Doug Sorry. having a meeting with feminists who gave him the award for being a shithead. Yeah, absolutely. Um They're not super impressed <laughs> with him, are they? No, there was a big expose about um about Doug, Douglas Renham, and the way that he runs uh Renham Industries. And uh, just a few of the the quotes that he said. The one that stood out to me is, uh, women are essentially no different than radiators. (laughs) Which I just... I don't know, man. You ever tried to fuck a radiator? (laughs) Doesn't work very well. It's so funny. 
He's like, yeah, that's what I said. I don't think oh, I have God. any of them specifically noted, but I think the first one was straight up like a, a like a nineteenth century colonialist talking about non-white people, but they um, but they changed it to women. It was like yeah, women need to oh, be God, civilized by men's lustful passions or something. Oh God, yeah, he's such an awful character, and he just goes like, "I see no problem with this. What's up? I don't, okay." <laughs> So what what did you what about that did you have an issue with? I'm Was listening. Okay. So uh you're saying that it's uh it's a problem that I said that <laughs> women are literal objects. Uh I I'm listening <laughs> I but I'm get it. I'm not seeing the issue. Could you could you help me wrap my head around it a little? God, yeah. He just wants them to take the award back. That's all he wants. There's a very dated reference in here where he goes, "Listen, Gokwan, I am not. Like I'm not Gokwan. That's obvious." Um, and do you that, know who Gokwan is? He was that. Uh, he was like that TV chef man who is also. Uh, I don't know if he's actually gay, but he had like a rather flamboyant presence on screen. Uh, so he did. He had a little fashion program uh, where he would take sort of women and get them to jazz up their wardrobe oh, and okay. teach them like body confidence and how to sort of dress in a fun way and not hide yourself away and stuff like that. And That's he was sort right. of very famous for. Uh, being just like a, a body positive icon for women. Oh, neat. So this meeting is going uh, it's going really well. I mean, they're definitely going to take the award back after this display, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, Random Industries then, uh... doesn't have a glass ceiling anymore. It's more like a glass <laughs> floor. <laughs> Where the women stand on top of the glass, and the the men are underneath there, and uh, they all just look up at the women through through the floor. <laughs> Doug enjoys He's this so analogy. Disgusting. He's just so gross, man. Um, yeah, so it's going well, but then uh, Jen Jen pops in, uh, and Douglas says, "I'd like to introduce you to these very special women," and she goes, "Oh no." Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm not going I'm not going to work with prostitutes. <laughs> See, could you imagine? You're the head the of some about... like a, a really big time organization working for women's rights and the first thing the first woman in the company you meet says is this. You're like, "Okay. Oh God, this is confirmed some shit no for offense. me." God, Jesus. I just I'm fucking the thing about Jen I really love as a character is because she is just awful. Like, she's a, she's a misogynist. She doesn't like women. She's not a nice woman no, to other not. women. So she just comes in. It's just like, listen, ladies, I'm sorry. I don't sell these potatoes for money, and I don't like women who do. <laughs> You're gross. They're both gross. Again, I maintain the sort of like childish way of referring to your boobs as potatoes. Potatoes is like more gross than any other thing you could have said. Got potatoes as well, Christ! And fucking, it's chopped off beautifully by uh, Douglas. Sorry, for... don't listen to her. The bitch is crazy. <laughs> All very convinced that uh, this is not a <laughs> company that has a problem with misogyny. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Nothing oh, to see God. here. Oh, my. So <laughs> I'm laughing so hard I lost my place in my notes. Where am I? Ah, uh, that's okay. So uh, Jen is uh, back, in the, uh, back in the IT department that's inventing. Right. 
And uh, Ross, similarly, Ross, ugh, Moss, similarly to how we did earlier with Roy, yeah. uh, sort of comes to the rescue by going, ah, oh, men, am yeah. I right? What are they like? Oh, bloody hell. What are they like? Always smelling up the place and, <laughs> yeah. Stinky, gross men, Ugh. No, men are, you know. Uh, this isn't very yeah, he, yeah. No, he says he suggests that perhaps uh Jen might benefit from the uh the male perspective. From a male perspective. Yep. As Roy uh, cries the, uh, into a glass of white wine in the closet, Jen asks yeah. Moss if he knows any men, which oof. <laughs> Do you know any? I don't think Oof. I right. think that would have just gone straight over his head. Because uh <laughs> I think Moss is just like, no, I know what you mean. Let's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, listen, I get it. That, that was phrased poorly, but I don't, that's fine. I understand what you were saying to me, even if the words <laughs> said a different thing. But I'm still sitting here going like, right, because men are not permitted to have feelings. No. Or drink no. white wine, which in the UK, I guess, is a women's drink, question mark? Like, like I say, Jen is trash she's awful awful. i don't even think misogynist hits the mark for her i think she's just a straight up misanthrope she doesn't like anybody god she yeah and it's just this sort of like she thinks she's the fucking best man yeah i just Catherine parkinson plays her so beautifully it's it's oh it's so good i get the feeling that after every scene she's sort of breaking character and going oh god am i is that okay are you okay we'll have tea later (laughs) I I mean, I would want to, because, like, if I'm playing a really awful character, I'm like, oh, shit, I feel really bad now. (laughs) Oh, no, I want everyone to think I'm a monster. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, even if I'm playing a really nice character, I break and I'm like, fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) You there, T-boy, get me six coffees. No, I'm not going to drink all of them. (laughs) I'm going to bathe in them. (laughs) Three of them are a throw at you! (laughs) Make sure they're hot. So, <laughs> so cut to Moss, Roy, Phil, and the two Johns uh, sitting around a table because Moss's male perspective is, and this is why you need a twenty-sided die. <laughs> it's so good. It's, I mean, mm. they just look so fucking peeved. It's so thick. I, I think they're sort of confused in a way, like the okay, I'm waiting for the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> Which. When do, the, when do the strippers come in? You know what I mean? Right? You said this was role play. I had a whole different thing in mind. <laughs> but Moss's enthusiasm is infectious, right? Because yeah, they're sort of like, absolutely. they're following along. They're following the lead, going like, okay, whatever. Like, we're here. Yeah. So I will be your guide through the land of wherever it is. And we get a lovely physical uh, gag where he says, I will be your eyes. And immediately trips and falls. <laughs> then I'm gets such up. a sucker for a for for a trip and fall. It's Foy's face reaction that does the joke to me. He just goes, "Oh God, God!" <laughs> like the only person oh, not super so into this right now is Roy, which is you know, yeah, I he's bumming everyone out. I guess a little bit. Hey, eh? he's got a face like a slapped ass. Do you, is that a phrase you are familiar with? Nope. Well, so that's quite a common thing. If someone's looking a little bit miserable, if someone's being a bit of a misery guts, you go, oh, I've got a face like a slapped ass. And it's always just the most cutting, 
when you're in a mood and you, one family member goes, why are you sat there with a face like a slapped arse? You're like, bugger off! <laughs> it's so annoying. Wow. Every time I hear I a new British phrase, I'm like, you guys just have the best phrases. Yeah, which are, what, what are the ones that are, are sort of oh, new God. to you? What are the ones that... Oh, God. There's uh, generally the use of the word bugger. And ah. and also any like so I, the number of times I've had to explain the concept of taking the piss with anybody ah. who's not from the UK, it's like no no no. When they really like you, they're going to rip you a fucking new one, and they're expecting you to do the same back to them, and that means you're friends. And anybody not from yeah. here is like, what? What? You want me to be? That's not nice. <laughs> you want me to be horrible to them, and they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. So they either go not hard enough and then it's like, oh, are they okay? I, I guess they don't like me. They didn't insult me at like, all. Hey, hey, your mom's a bitch. And you're like, whoa. Or fuck. yeah, and that's the wrong <laughs> way to do it because you go completely the other end and you're like, you're a horrible person and nobody likes you. And you go, oh, shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Stop, stop. stop. Okay. <laughs> it's too far. Shit. Yeah, God. Um, uh, what, I, what one of my favorite British phrases. Uh, yeah, go ahead. phrases. Sorry, I think we got stream delay. I'm talking over you. Go ahead. Um, Oh no, sorry. Uh, so my, uh, so I have have a friend who moved to England from Sweden, oh, and yes. uh, the first time he heard the phrase um, "to kill two birds with one stone," oh, that's a good one. He was like genuinely sh shaken. He was like, "What are you? Are we killing birds? <laughs> Why are we doing this?" He's like so shaken up. He was such a sweet prince. I was like, "No, no, no! It means when you do two things at once." And he's like, "Why didn't you just say that?" As a uh, non, I guess I'm slightly native English speaker, but like I was literate in French first. Uh, when the shit mm -hmm. hits the fan is a right. glorious, glorious phrase. <laughs> it is really so visceral. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find more. Hang on. I need, uh, I need to find me some more. I can't, th you know, when you mention something and some immediately people are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, like what? Give me examples. And you're like, oh, my God, I had 16 examples before you asked that. Oh, uh, the verb to fancy. To fancy. Yeah, as in fancy, oh, in... fancy a cuppa. For oh, right, right, right. Fancy a cuppa is a good one, right? Because like to me, fancy is the opposite of like it, fancy is like, oh, that's a that's an ornate little cup. There. Extravagant. It's super yeah. Fancy. It's posh, right? Fancy is posh. But not in the UK. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like you could bring home a like a, a sourdough bread. My mum would be like, "That's fancy." Yeah, it's bread, mom. Uh, um, I'm knackered. Oh, knackered is a wonderful word. Is I love a using that great word. Great word. I didn't know that that was sort of a bit of a bad word when I was younger. So I just used to say, oh, I just go around, apparently, yes. Yeah, so, so I used to go around in primary school being like, oh, God, I'm knackered. And I got told off by a teacher once for saying that. And I was like, I didn't know. I thought it just meant Nobody tired. told me. I think it's a bit it's on par with the word like, of, of like crap. Well, uh, cheeky. Cheeky's still sort of like, I'm still not quite clear on what cheeky is. Cheeky. It's Ooh, like it's rude, cheeky. but it's not rude. It's like, but it's it's like a naughty, but a little bit fun. Oh, okay. Naughty, but with a wink, wink yeah. and a nudge. So if I've if if I was like, oh, I've been a little bit naughty, and I left work five minutes early, I couldn't stab someone in the street. I just I did something that was a little a little bit naughty. Got you know it. what I mean? Or, or can I be can I be cheeky and, and bum a cigarette? Or oh, okay. or he was being a bit so, cheeky earlier. So yeah. here's uh. So uh, the the there's another word for cigarette. 
that is commonly used in the UK. And uh, it like you you don't smoke a cig, you smoke a fag, right? It's a normal yeah, thing yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. Everybody says it. It gay people say it, straight people say it. It's a word for cigarette. It doesn't mean anything else, right? Not in that right. Context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, so, but when it's used as a slur against. So uh, uh, when I used to be a smoker, I'm very glad I'm not anymore. Uh, I went back to Canada on a vacation, and first thing I did when I landed, I realized that I hadn't bought any cigarettes, and I went outside and I said, hey buddy, can I bob a fag please? And he looked at me and said, <laughs> oh, no. you want to do what to a what? I'm like, oh shit, right, oh, hang no. on, hang on, nope, sorry, so, uh, Backtrack. let's start over, uh, my name's Paul, hi, how are you? I'm gonna leave forever <laughs> now. Buy me dinner first, God, Jesus. Ugh. Um, yeah, I, I sometimes forget that that's a, that's a bit of a slur. Um, I think people understand yeah. if they've heard it before, Bad. and in the like yeah. in this context, it absolutely isn't. It just means cigarette. Yeah, I would never use it to. Yeah, never ever. Call, Cut this bit out, Paul. Call somebody that, and you're like, okay, I don't know about that. Mm. Yeah. So, should we get back to the episode? Because they're playing. <gasps> Let's get back to the episode. Christ, where were we? That um, was a long tangent. I enjoyed that tangent. That was. They're playing tangent. an RPG the... together, and it's. Uh... Roy has a face Wait. like a slapped ass. That's where we were. That's what got us onto that tangent. Yes, 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 yes. He has just come off of a long-term relationship, you see, and, you know, she never said goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a big deal. It's not going to affect anything. That's the main it's bit, fine. you know, that's fine. getting him. I'm fine. She never said goodbye, but I'm that's fine. fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I'm just going to... Anyone got white wine? I'm just going to drink a couple bottles. Uh, just a plastic cup here. That's that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> his plastic wine glass. Phil thinks this game is kind of gay. Again, lovely explaining how much of a, uh, how much of a twat these men are. Yep. Because this <laughs> Just was by... what year was this? This is season four, so it would be like two thousand eight. This was nine, in the two like thousands. Yeah. So this is um, pre two thousand ten. So this is around when we started being like, hey, maybe we should stop calling shit gay. Like. Yeah. Maybe we should stop doing that because, like, gay people don't like us doing that. And, like, using what they are as a pejorative seems weird. So let's not do that. Mm. So, in this context, I think they are characterizing these assholes as assholes. Yeah. Whereas in previous things that I've done in One for Paul, I've had to be like, no, this is, they're not being characterized as assholes. This is just what people said in 2002. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, Moss is a little bit taken aback. He's like, are dragons gay? Are warrior priests with giant golden rods gay i don't think so it can be (laughs) here's your character sheets unicorn man uh wood fairy (laughs) and uh gypsy assassin esmeralda yeah phil's not happy about being a woman i Um, I love that the two johns leer at him when it's like i'm a woman (laughs) and then immediately quite confused <laughs> just like can't stop themselves. It's like a Pavlovian response. They just heard the it's word like, woman. They're like, what? Where? They're like, yeah, 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 bloody hell. Just show me where to point um, my penis. <laughs> then we have uh, Jen enters and she's completed her transformation into Fredo, just completely gross, pimp, sort of mafioso, sort of masculine presence in the room Mm -hmm. checking on everyone hey is everybody all right anybody got any drinks yeah just relax enjoy yourself phil has misgivings about this and has a brief conversation with jen 
Yeah, she uh, sort of convinces him, you know, it's all going to be fine. Look, they're young, they're enthusiastic, they just want to show you a good time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's so gross. Oh, like, my Je- God. What, again, something I love about Jen is that she's so willing to just completely just change her entire self at the drop of a hat. She'll just transform into anything if it means she can get ahead. Mm-hmm. So also she pulls Roy aside in what I assume is further references to the Godfather that I'm not quite getting. But uh, other than the subtlety being lost on me, I get the sort of mafioso deal. Like Roy in this instance is the prostitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she just gives him, she's like, oh, babe, listen, if you're not feeling it, just fake it. Just put on a smile. You know, you're getting good money for this, and it's so gross and horrible. Just think about the I flat that it's going to put the down payment on. <laughs> Do you know they're getting like fifty quid or oh, something yeah. stupid like that? Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like they bought the pe- they bought the pizza and beer. That's what that's the deal. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Which all right, you, know. you want me? You want to pay for my pizza and beer and have me play D and D? All right, I'm I'm in. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that'd be great. So now get um, out there and show those Johns a good time, butt slap. <laughs> Very good. Now Jen is the skis man. Yeah, she's the skeeviest. She really is. I think she's skeevier than yeah. Phil and the Johns, actually. She, she really is. It's gross. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we cut back to uh, Douglas's office. Yep, he's just finished cleaning where... the pipes. Oh, <sighs> God. <laughs> it's awful. Um, and... Uh, yeah, she sort of, she says, oh, um, it's it's the same woman from the feminist organization that we see earlier. Yep. And she says, I think there's something more to you. And he says, do you mean the rumors that I killed my wife? Uh, no, I didn't know about those rumors. Oh, the, the rumors. See, there was rumors that there were rumors, but that was just bullshit. <laughs> Which... The finality with which he says everything is, I think, what tickles me. That <laughs> it's very good. So uh, the uh, our, our feminist lady says she doesn't um, she doesn't like that the uh, accusations came from within the company. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, which is news to uh Yeah, it was all just that one. Uh, it was Douglas. one of the women in the IT department. <laughs> oh. Cut to downstairs, uh, where Phil and the Johns are, like, super getting into the game. They are having the best time. It looks really fun. Uh, Loving D&D. You see the palace guard encounter I do, I is do happening. Really... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Absolutely. I, so I, I really enjoy Roy pretending to have a good time mm. during this. Just seeing sort of the dead behind the eyes, like, oh, that's great. Yeah, okay. Even, yeah, that's fine. They even great. have, like, a little... Lord of the Rings moment where they pretend with uh, they get the role playing like people adventuring and they've just killed some criminals. You know, someday maybe you can join the palace guard. You have my sword and my staff and my bunny pendant and my whatever uh, it is that I'm using. I think <laughs> whatever it is that I have, I don't know. Very good. He's very. Um, I would have thought he'd be more into it, but I guess he's preoccupied. Yeah, no, he's he's sad. He's having a bad time. <laughs> so, of course, during this encounter, the Moss puts on some music, which Phil declares to be ruddy mysterious. Yes. 
which we finally get that payoff that was set up right at the very, very beginning of the episode. They are very good at paying everything off, is what I'm discovering it's about this so writing It's so good. Team. Do you know, it's, it's, it, I think the reason I find this so satisfying is because they don't leave any boxes un, unchecked. You mm. were left feeling like, yeah, that was funny, and I know it was funny. It's just, like, basic comedy rules. Mm. You're adding them up and, you know settling them by the end it's very good yeah, i think there's something to be said for challenging comedy and i do like a lot of sort of the more avant-garde weird stuff absolutely yeah but at a certain point if you just want to sit down and laugh for a while okay God, yeah we literally took out the textbook that says how to write jokes on it yeah it's it's super simple it's super wholesome it's like home cooking mm, but comedy mm, you know what i mean like it is sometimes all you want is just a nice simple mm. Nobody's gonna, comic meal. Nobody's gonna. Claim, I lost my metaphor there. <laughs> yeah, I think we mixed a couple of metaphors there, because you, know, you can't make the you can't make goulash without cracking a few eggs into the hamper. But what? Huh? Yeah, you got to crack some <laughs> eggs. Don't think into you're doing that right, mate. I'm pretty sure you crack eggs into the hamper and then you throw those into don't the. Count your goulash before it hatches. Don't Ooh. don't count your linen before it hatches. That's where you have Who? to crack the egg. You got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet, then use those omelets in the bush where you're going to get the birds. What, is, what does your house look like? Fuck. It's, uh... Your kitchen is just a state. There's a lot of blood in the kitchen. Yeah. So... Oh my god. Moving on. So, yeah. I mean, where else are you going to slaughter your goats? Oh my god. Do you mean the rumors that I slaughtered my goats? Yeah, so this is the breakfast nook, and that is, uh, have you seen the new stove? It's really nice. I think it's called an aga. I've never had one before, but it's uh, <laughs> it's really nice. And also over here is the uh, satanic ritual circle, and over there is some new curtains <laughs> that I hung the other week. Aren't they lovely? I went with chartreuse. I wasn't sure what color chartreuse was, but I ordered them anyway. I'm super happy. <laughs> it sounded nice, so I threw them up. Um... Ooh, organic. Okay. So Moss Ooh. engages Roy... In role play as Eliza, who cruelly jilted him not three moons ago. Absolutely. Sort of just do the whole, like, bumping into the ex in public thing. Oh, yeah. But, it's exactly but, bumping into the ex in, in public. In D&D. It kills me. Oh, God. But it's like out of um, the mists, right? It's like I was wandering through the mists and there she was in the mists. Yes. And she, she, a figure in appeared. Tesco's. And it, having had that moment once or twice in my life, it does feel like that once you've bumped into them. It feels like there should have oh, been God, yeah. an out of the mists sort of lead up to it. But in fact, the lead up to it was looking up from a list of stuff that you need to buy, wondering where the eggs are. Oh, God, absolutely. I've um I've actually, I, I when I break up with people, I like to just um, disappear into the ether. So thankfully, I've not had that moment. Oh, okay. Apart from one time, I think... I was in a park and I vaguely saw someone who might have been an ex-partner of mine, but I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't see. So I'm like, eh, it doesn't count. I was not. in, I was still in the mist. It's fine. I'm legally blind. I can't see. We're okay. Woo! <laughs> so this is actually a really lovely moment because it's effectively just like therapy for Roy. And oh, Moss sort of just brings him along with it. But of course, to the rest of the table, it just looks like Roy is super fucking into it, right? God, yeah. It's so it's so sweet. Like, mm. Roy gets to be really vulnerable. And I just think it just, 
Because Chris O'Dowd is a genuinely brilliant mm. actor, like mm. genuinely, genuinely. Um, he's been in a number of other things, sort of comedies and sort of more uh, serious dramas and stuff like that. Um, I saw him on Broadway, actually, oh, and right. I thought he was unbelievable uh, in uh, Of Mice and Men. Mm. And he was just brilliant it was a yeah so i think we it really showcases that in that moment and i think that's what what makes it so funny is Mm. because it's just so like genuine it is really (laughs) really genuine but there's also it it the uh, the timings of it are broken up just enough by things like moss turning on the cd of sounds he's prepared and there's like (laughs) he he gets the wrong one he goes sorry sorry spare me with me just a few seconds uh he had prepared evidently he, so he was prepared in this like th- seemingly medieval themed RPG to involve a helicopter. <laughs> and look, I I, I got to say I agree with his judgment. Yeah. You know, I, everything's better with helicopters. It's D&D. You want a helicopter? Fuck it. It's fine. Yeah, Jesus. It has it's this, made out of It has the stats of a of a giant eagle, but it looks like a helicopter. Fuck it. It's fine. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, great. Whatever you want to imagine. Um yeah. And literally, uh, I have my note here so, saying, uh, here we get to watch both Chris O'Dowd and Richard Ayoade's acting chops, because uh, Ayoade's performance is so subtle. It's gorgeous. Like, And he, he uh, Moss says, uh, whilst being uh, Queen Eliza, um, comes out and, uh, and and says to him, I, um, I came, it hasn't been easy for me to come back to you. I just wanted to say one thing. And they both stare at each other with just and Moss's gorgeous big brown eyes looking mm. genuinely so soft and sincere. And then he says, goodbye. <laughs> and <it> just, <laughs> it's gorgeous. And the whole table breaks down crying at the beautiful scene that's just happened. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> And we then cut to the next day, where Phil and the Johns are super hyped to play more role-playing games at the rugby club. Yeah, they they all love D and D and Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jen's great. And we get Phil with a with a lovely sort of compliment to Jen. Says, "I'm glad Jerry died." <laughs> There's so many parts in this in this show where. The compliment is so badly said, but everyone's like, it's fine, I understand. I get it. Jen looks genuinely touched by it as well. She's like, no, thank you. Fuck Jerry, am I right? Oh my God. God, poor Jerry. No, Um, he was seriously ill. His heart exploded. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Fucking hell. Um, So yeah, they all all, uh, high five and leave. Yep, or as they Uh, call it, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, which is, again, just so gross. It's very gross. Um, uh, Doug, I'm left with... Doug reveals to Jen that he knows that she's the one who nominated him for the Shithead of the Year Award, and I'm getting the distinct feeling I'm missing more references. Uh, I th- I think this is another... I mean, I, again, haven't seen The Godfather. Oh, you neither. Um, Good, I feel I, less alone. I... No, don't worry. It's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm the worst at this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Doug... Um, Looks her in the eye and says, I know it was you. You broke my heart, Jen. You broke my heart. And uh, yeah, Jen backs out the room mm-hmm. like, fuck. 
Um, Downstairs in the IT department, Roy is feeling genuinely a lot better this time and not like in a lying sort of, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I can totally, but in a sense of, yeah, no, I'm actually feeling a lot better. Thank you for your support. Yeah. He's healing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jen Good learns lab. that Fredo in the film uh, ends up getting killed by the Godfather. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It sort of uh, spooks her a little bit and she decides to leave work early because she's not feeling very well. Mm-hmm. I imagine she's not. Um, and the final little no. bit of the episode, Doug has a fit of lateral thinking as he throws the shithead award out of the window and announces, problem solved. <laughs> Start just laughing to himself about how clever he is. Uh, yeah, we then, we then cut to um, outside uh, in the street, uh, Jen frozen beside a uh, <laughs> beside her car or a car that just has the statue sticking out of the windshield. Oh, no. um, and she is uh, petrified. She uh, she she glances up at the up from where the uh, the award came from, and she sees Douglas laughing maniacally <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and the last clip we're left with is uh is jen running away um and anytime we get to see jen running in heels it's my favorite <laughs> she just looks so unstable it's my favorite but there we go that's the episode yeah, that is the episode yeah, yeah yeah so uh this is this is my first time seeing matt berry as the boss and I love everything about him in this role. It's just so good. He's he's wonderful. He's a he's a real um, different uh, energy mm. than Denim Reynolds, uh, which was uh, uh, Christopher Morris. I, yeah. So yes, I, Christopher Morris. He's a fantastic actor. I liked his performance too. I should say I I was super into it. Uh, and then yeah. I like this too. It's very different. I don't think it's better or worse. I think it's different, and I like this version with this cast yeah. of characters. I think these actors mesh better. I I agree. I'm sort of a it's it. He's just a lot sillier, mm. and I'm here. I'm here to be silly, as we learned mm. in the last. Episode. Oh, silly is so good. Uh, silly is so good. It's so good. I got no time for being um, edge lordy. Yeah. So. So, Paul, what were your thoughts on uh, season four, episode one of the IT crowd? It was so good. It's so good. I, yeah. So I continue to love all of the little production details, particularly in the office, because I, I get the real sense that uh, the people making the show, the art department, all that, they they really understood nerd culture and maybe were even that themselves. Oh, they really did. There's yeah. a poster on their wall, which I recognized immediately from a webcomic called XKCD by a guy called Randall Monroe. Do you know it? Right. No, I don't. Oh, no, I'm sending you XKCD. You're gonna, it's going to be really good. <laughs> uh, so he years ago, he made a map of the social internet, which had things like MySpace Bay, right? And like it's literally like a map, and right. then he would write different websites on it and like different geographical sizes by whatever. He did this a couple of different times, so actually comparing those maps over the years is really interesting. So I, anyway, it's like it's super nerd humor. I have a couple of his books. He's written books. Uh, he used to be a Absolutely. NASA scientist and then quit to write funny web comics. And I love this man; he's great. <laughs> I love that. So uh, I, again, it's little production details and like the choice of statue things that they have on their desks and the plushies on the thing. And you know, you remember when you had a it's... book that had the documentation for C plus on it in on a shelf yeah, somewhere? It's 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 a 
what's so fantastic about this is it's all done with love. Mm. Like there's so much care taken. Uh, it it never feels like like mocking or making mm. fun of. It's just sort of celebrating and you know it's. It's. I just think it's so lovely. I think it is, yeah. Because <laughs> we all know people like that, don't we? I think I am a person like that in a lot of ways. I think you are too. Because, yeah, I, I mean, this is where, uh, when it was first coming out, people were telling me, you got to see the IT crowd and also you got to see the Big Bang Theory. In the same sentence, they'd tell me this. Then I watched a few Ugh. episodes of Big Bang Theory and I was like, oh, this is bad. I don't want to watch the other one either now. No. So I think that's what put me off because Big Bang Theory, it feels like, being like me is the punchline whereas in this being like me is the setup you know what i mean yeah absolutely so i um, i feel seen i just, feel loved in this good good and that's what we like we love these characters as fucking shitty and as weird mm. and as awkward as they are we we love them even jen even douglas being a complete tit mm. that he is we we still feel some sort of I don't know. Um, uh, attached to them, maybe, is what you we mean? We still like him a bit. Yeah, we still feel a little bit of attachment. Mm. I see what you mean, yeah. I maintain from the first three episodes to this, Jen is a complete dork. Like, she's not a nerd. She's not sort of uh, computer uh, academically in that way that we would associate with nerd, but she's a super dork, right? Yeah, oh god, yeah, she is. Um, it's kind of cute. And I, I, I think, yeah, what's so wonderful about Jen is she just wants to be... In she still very much has that like high school secondary school mentality where she's just like I just want to be in with the popular girls mm. like I just want to be this girl that I've read about and we all sort of we 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 know women like that we've had thoughts like that ourselves I think whether we're male or female we we sort of get where she's coming from I guess I don't know if it's like a direct personal experience for me but uh I totally understand where she's coming from and it's also why I like fiction so much because I get to see into people's experiences that I I don't get to experience for all kinds of reasons yeah. in this case because oh, I... biologically I'm not that and that's informed our culture. Sure no I I definitely lived with a gen. Oh no really. I lived with a gen. And it was it was mad to see because it like you you loved her. She was she's so funny and so entertaining and you know, uh genuinely trying very hard, but it was also sort of that wild ride of like, you're not doing yourself any favours, you know what I mean? Did she also try to pimp you out to friends D D games? <laughs> no, sadly not. I was doing that all by myself. Um <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Um well, for real, listen, I'm I'm all, I'm super like I think we can get you into D and D or role playing of some kind because I think <laughs> uh, I don't think you dislike the game. I think you you found a table whose style didn't mesh with what you like. Absolutely, I will be interested to see if I have the attention span for it. <laughs> uh, it's you know, if you want to run a bunch of little short fit, uh, well, we'll we'll talk, we'll talk. But yeah, th- uh, there's, I'm, there's... S- sorry, go ahead. Sorry, just on the on the on the topic of of D and D um, and mm. uh, sitcoms, Community has a really lovely um, episode of uh, a D and D. I've been told topic. I need to see the D and D episode. This it's was very another good. of the. I think I saw episode one. Uh, I I saw an episode. I forget which episode, but it's. Uh, I did a podcast on this a while ago, so I have seen an episode of Community, and I really liked it. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's kind of. Uh, it's very self-aware. 
It is very self-aware. It's also weird to see a young, childish Gambino. Yes! Donald Glover. What a winner. He's very good. He's very He's good. outstanding in so many different areas. I could I could talk about Donald Glover forever. Well, I we might have to do a couple more uh, sort of one-shot TV episodes, but for Absolutely. today, I think that's wrapped it up. I mean, that's my us. notes on this are... I continue to like the show. I guess the only other note I had was the jump from season one to season four that I've experienced. I've also noticed like each of the actors seems way more comfortable in their roles, which, you know, naturally, because they they've sort of learned how to inhabit the characters and sort of internalize them as part of themselves a lot more, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I also almost miss that sort of strange, awkward pacing from the first episode, because I think that little bit of... You, they waited a half a second too long, really added something to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I don't, I don't hate either way. I think it's. A, I'm just noticing the detail, and I like both. But it's just, it's good. It's good. It's mm-hmm. the show that I want to dive into more. And I'm yes. in that weird position now where I'm like, but if I watch more of it, I don't get to do more podcasts on it. Shit. <laughs> no. God damn it. So yeah, we gotta watch every episode now. And uh, what are you doing every day for the next month? <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped to see more. And uh, uh, do you have any more questions about my experience or what I've been no, liking about No, I'm, or... I'm glad you've enjoyed it. And also, I want you to watch the whole thing. But specifically, mm. the next episode I want you to watch is uh, Douglas's Entrance. Douglas's Entrance. Show. Okay, well, I'll figure out which episode that is and uh, yeah. we'll talk. That sounds great. Fab. Thank you for potting with me. Thank you for joining me on the episode today. Thanks for having me, Paul. Yeah, and for the audience, you guys, the show is for you, and I'm hoping you guys liked it. If you have anything to talk about or, or you'd like to say about the episode, get in touch at one for paul on Twitter. Patreon.com slash one for paul is the place to go where if you want to help us out and help keep the show running, and maybe buy us coffee or something, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'd love a coffee. Mm-mm. Open up flat white, please. Ooh, yes. Yes, those are the best coffee. If you'd like to argue about what kind of coffee is best coffee, also on Twitter, at one for paul and we'll totally have that argument. We'll <laughs> see you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye. And this is why you need a 20-sided die. Yeah, it's not for you, Jen. <laughs>